Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus album. The King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast, and the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcasts. So check out RatsaleReview.com or search Review on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Pass the carrots, please. May I be excused, please? Yes, dear. What do you think you're doing? You call this a room? This is a pigsty. I want you to straighten up this area now. You are a disgusting slob. Stand up straight. Tuck in that shirt. Adjust that belt buckle. Tie those shoes. Twisted sister. What is that? Wipe that smile off your face. Do you understand? What is that? A twisted sister pin on your uniform? What kind of a man are you? You're worthless and weak. You do nothing. You are nothing. You sit in here all day and play that sick, repulsive, electric twanger. I carried an M16 and you, you carry that, that, that guitar. 
car! Who are you? Where do you come from? Are you listening to me? What do you want to do with your life? I want to rock. Records label president Doug Morris was never behind Twisted Sister as he didn't know how to market them. It wasn't until he saw that the band could pull their own weight when they sold over 100,000 records without any label investment. He promised to make them one of the biggest bands in the world, and in 1984, exactly that would happen with the release of Stay Hungry. The album would chart number 15 on the Billboard 200 in the US. The first single, We're Not Gonna Take It, went to number 7. The other singles, I Wanna Rock, and the price kept them in the spotlight, but it wasn't all happy times in the band during the recording of Stay Hungry. Tension started to rise when Tom Werman was picked to produce the album because Dee thought his stuff sounded too commercial and didn't think he would make a good album for them. They even clashed on the songs that would ultimately end up as the singles. Werman even suggested the band do cover songs from Saxon, who weren't as famous in the US. Dee also wanted to leave off the songs Hard Harrier and Street Justice because he had other plans for them, but Worman insisted they go on the album. The band would even start to feel as if Dee was trying to be the focal point, especially after they saw the final version of the album cover, with Dee in the corner of a room with a bone in his hand, and Dee's wife Suzette drawing the band logo. The album would finally be finished and released to the world on May 10th, 1984. In 1995, the album went triple platinum. Strangely enough, the band was never happy with the end result of the album, and to this day, some of the band members detest the sound of the album, which would lead them to re-record it in 2004 under the title Still Hungry. After Stay Hungry, the band would release two more albums, Come Out and Play and Love Is For Suckers. Neither saw the success of the previous albums. Between the inner turmoil in the band and the failing ticket and record sales, Twisted Sister would call it a day. Let's now go to Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, Nate Lander, Lou Mavs, and Ralph Vieira for their final discussion about Twisted Sister with the album Stay Hungry. All right. Anyway, Twisted Sister. Third sis- Twisted yeah. Sister album, Stay Hungry. The most, well, not the most, but this is when they really went commercial. 
uh, third studio album, uh, released May 10th, 1984. The album includes the band's two biggest hits, We're Not Gonna Take It and I Wanna Rock, and the power ballad, The Price, my favorite Twisted Sisters song. That's your favorite Twisted Sisters song? Yes. God, I I quit. Um. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, there's so many good songs, but I don't. For some reason, that song just—I I just love that song. The chorus in that song is just awesome. Mine is "Burning Hell." That's what kind of solidifies this is my favorite. Twist that that is another one of my favorite. It's, it's, it's the like one with "Burning Hell" and "Stay Hungry" on it because "Stay Hungry" is my number two. I fucking love the lyrics. The drum beat is awesome. It kind of shows off their technical skill. It, it almost sounds like an Iron Maiden song. Yeah. Well, I think that, that, that every time I think of that song, I think of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> it's it's an awesome song. Yeah. No, me too. That fucking movie fucking was like one of my Peter favorite movies. Yeah, that movie was like my favorite growing up. But I know I love that song. That song is in my top five Twisted Sister songs. Just for some reason, over the last few years, the price has been like one of my favorite Twisted Sister songs. I don't know why. It just has been. And you're talking about the price being a great ballad. Like, Captain Howdy, that's an awesome ballad. Well, we didn't... It's fucked up. I love uh, it. Uh, you can't sleep when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Shit rules. It's some Buffalo Bill shit. I love it. <laughs> or, like, Freddy Krueger. That is actually my least favorite song. You go... Uh, <laughs> really? Yes. I do not like that song. Not the, the reason why I do not like it because it is just—I don't know. It—it it, it begins kind of cool, and then it gets into the song. I mean, the story itself is is a really cool concept. Yeah. But but the song when they when they finish the first half of the song and they go into the the second half, it doesn't mesh well whatsoever. No, it really doesn't. It's but just like, like it should have just like been another song. These Snyder screaming like random lines like you must set him free <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining him acting out every character in the scene yeah. like there's five d snyders on the set in different outfits well, well did you ever watch the movie oh, yeah. cool video it's like the jack sparrow in pirates 3 where he, there's like a million of them running the ship yeah the entire jury's d snyder did you ever watch strange land uh no i'm not oh you never watched Strange. you might want to watch that nobody's ever watched strange land I, yes, well, I, I, I I came very close to walking out of the theater watching that. I was extremely <laughs> disappointed. The part where he fell off the tree and he said, what a rush. I was like, man, should I leave? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to love it because it's a song about Captain Howdy, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's the character, Captain Howdy, that he's just busy, but I don't know, man. I wanted to like it so much. I, but, you know, I'm such a fan. I bought the DVD, which uh, the DVD is good because of the commentary. It's funny. Like, one error. Get back to the dog. Newspaper's not there. He's bringing up all the fucking errors of the movie. <laughs> I don't remember what scene. But you know what? A lot of people love that movie, which is surprising. So, it's not, it's not terrible. I'll take my word for it. I enjoyed it. It's just a. I, I just didn't like it. It's a B movie, so. Uh, a lot of people special, didn't like but it. It's watchable. Yeah, but um, yeah, of course, there, there's good songs. Stay hungry is awesome. We're not gonna take it's awesome. Burning hell, yeah. the best track. Well, second best track on this album for me. It's, but it's one of the it's best. Tracks. 
vocal performance. Yeah, I that I will agree with you, yes. Uh, I want to rock a school. Oh, that's the other thing that bothered me with uh, Captain Howdy and Street Justice. It ends that first half of the album, and then it gets into I Want to Rock. They, they, those two just do not go together. Right, yeah. Well. We're, yeah, no. We're, we're talking we're, about, like, uh, you know... Right, like, oh, you know, abducting... Oh, the chorus of Cold Heart and Street Justice is awesome. Yes, that is awesome. The, the second half of Street Especially Justice Especially is... with, like, what's going on in town right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that part of the song. I just don't like the first half. But yeah, I want to rock coming after a song being uh, talking about abduct- abducting kids and stuff like yeah. that. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's kind of funny. Maybe that's what he's singing when he's with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, don't Let Me Down. That's an awesome song. Not too many people talk about that song. All right. Um, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a deep track. They didn't play live on that tour. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, the Beast is okay. It's good, but it takes way too long. Yeah. It and, doesn't uh, really um, go anywhere. SMF no. is a great chant. SMF is a, yeah, exactly. That's, that's awesome. You know, it's, it's about their fans. Lie, but well. it's great. Right. So, I mean, even though this album went way more commercial than the uh, the first two albums, it's still, it's it's a great, it's an iconic album, you know, from 1984. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. doesn't necessarily mean bad here. Right, exactly. And I and must, it's good. I must stress, I must stress, Wayne's version is the version you should get. Avoid yeah. this 25th anniversary version. Oh, they I have totally that one too. I think that's you have it? Yeah, I have, one I have. I have that one, and then I have the Still Hungry one too. But you I can't got, hear I got it. it. The main right. one is revol- the, the level's so low, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. God. I hate that. Yeah, this is the copy of, yeah um, they ruined um, it. What's the fucking fourth Anthrax album? My copy of that is really fucking low State, level. State of Euphoria? State of Euphoria. I can the... never remember the fucking name of that album. But um, anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. MJ <laughs> turned literally my volume all the way up to fucking hear it. Oh, and then also one last little tidbit thing I showed you guys earlier. But I had the whole album signed by the whole band, which I got to meet when they did the uh, live, not live tribute, the tribute album or whatever. And they were signed albums. And what the funny thing about was getting it signed was, they, I don't know if, Lou, you probably remember, because uh, you're on Long Island, Slip Disc. That's I've been there. Yet. Oh, you've been there too, uh, Ralph? I got, I got oh, Priest in the East. There. Oh, really? Uh, Jesus Christ Unleashed in the East with bonus tracks before they re-released their bonus tracks back in the 90s. I went oh, to wow. Slip Disc. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, but, uh, when I found out about the store, it was like way too late because maybe like five, six years later, they ended up closing the store down. Oh. But yeah, that, that store was fucking awesome. But uh, that's where they had the, the meet and greet and they were sitting behind the counter or whatever. And um, at the time I was in the band, Lou remembers Phoenix Rain. And uh, I brought my sure. yep, I brought my demo with me to the, and I handed it to D and he looks at it and just goes, all right, thanks. And then, you know, I, I would imagine he just threw it away in the you know, garbage after he left there. But uh yeah, it was cool. It was cool to meet them and get their autographs and everything. And they were fairly nice. I didn't really chit-chat or anything with them. But they kind of didn't seem like they wanted to be there. But it was still cool to get the album autographed, you know. Actually, the first band I ever met. Hey, the fact if they're not want to be, if they don't want to be there and they're still going through the whole thing, I can respect that. Right, yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure, sure they weren't. Other shit to do. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, who else wants to talk about Stay Hungry? I don't know. Cool album, um, Lou. I love it. Um, you want to go, Lou? Oh, cool. Thank you. 
Oh, uh, before I do that, Ralph, one thing I wanted to mention about uh, Strangeland. I know, like me, you're a fan of the band Carnivore. Their original guitar player, Keith Alexander, was actually the technician specialist on body modification and suspension for Strangeland. So, shout out to Keith. Rest in peace. Nice patch. Yeah. Um, talk about it. We talk about that's the insert art for the tape. <laughs> So uh, I love the album, and even though I don't want to say I'm burnt out on it, but it's like I've listened to the album enough where it's like every song I can repeat in my head without listening to it. So I actually put it up there with like significant metal albums of the 80s up there with like Number of the Beast. So I think people... Uh, who want to know what 80s metal was all about, this is one of the 10 albums that you should listen to. Oh, yeah. Favorite track on uh, on the album, which may shock a lot of people, is Don't Let Me Down. I love that track. Yeah, it's a I, track. I think it's probably a tour de force, in my opinion. I mean, the, the rhythm behind it, the guitars, D's vocals, just I just love the way he's like singing on it. Um, for me, not a bad track. And... Even though I'm, I think I've heard I Want to Rock and We're Not Going to Take It enough times where it's like, I don't, it's like, I put them up, I put them up with Free Birds, Stairway to Heaven and Hotel California. I don't need to hear them ever again. But for those that haven't heard it, definitely worth a listen. So, um, and that's all I could say. And I'm grateful that I at least got to see Twisted Sister live once. At the time, I was working at NBC, uh, 1221 Avenue of the Americas. Across from us is the Fox News building. Please, everybody, hold your political opinions to yourselves. And uh, Twisted was playing outside the Fox building with Mike Portnoy on drums. And I got to see it live in person. So that was freaking awesome. So I'm glad that I at least got to see them once before they called it a day. And rest in peace, AJ Carroll. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Ralph. What? I said Nixon was a crook. Oops. <laughs> I don't want to get political here. Political <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I love this album as well. Um, yeah, I like Under the Blade and you Can't Stop Rock and Roll More. But like Lou, my favorite track is also something that n- nobody. I don't think any of you like my, my favorite track on here is the beast. I oh, it's really a good track. love that fucking song. I just living on these voices. It's kind of like Destroyer Part Two, which oh, yeah. if, you know, since I'm such a such a twist sister geek, if they play the beast live, they're not going to play Destroyer. If they play Destroyer live, they're not going to play the beast. They always interchange those songs right. in set list but uh forever it was burn, burn in hell and it's still my second favorite i absolutely love that song but nice. the beast is my favorite track on there the uh, smf is a battle cry we also need to give credit to peewee's big adventure for burning hell that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah yeah that's a, yeah that's amazing i love that <laughs> i love how that's the movie that we, it's just oh like it's out of all movies, Pee-wee's <laughs> Big Adventure. I mean, it's funny. It out of all celebrities to jack off in a movie theater as well. You wouldn't expect Paul Rubens, but <laughs> what's funny is they they never made a video for that song though, right? 
No. no. So you think they would have did something because they were making a video for that song in the movie. Well, somebody, I believe that was somebody, the point of the joke. Somebody did make a video of it, though, with footage from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Right. And yeah. they left that scene that in. Me. That was me. That was you? That was, yeah. That's right. It starts, linear. it starts with awesome. fire. And then, and then during that part, I put the Pee-wee part in. Yeah. But, oh, yeah by the way, congratulations up. on 15 million views for Stargazer, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man, that's oh. insane, right? Jeez. I'm about to hit 10 million. I'm, but um, what are you doing with all SMF, your money? Huh? What are you doing with all your money? What money? I put up copyright <laughs> material. They ain't gonna pay me for that shit. I know it's so stupid. Blackmore will come after me, man. But um, SMF is another battle cry song. Like I am on me. You know, if they think that we're sick, then sick is what we'll be. You know, it's kind of like, you know, against authority. Fuck you. I'm going to make it on my own. You know, it's the whole concept behind D. Snyder going to Congress. You know, here's this guy with fucking eyeliner on, dirt bag looking, comes in with a sheet of paper in the back of his pants, and he totally owns the whole Congress because they think he's kind of fucking idiot. He's an imbecile, and they turn out, it turns out the guy is very bright and, yeah. you know, doesn't do drugs, has kids. And he, he and pisses off Al Gore while he's at it. You know? Yes. So this was the first one I had. This was my first exposure to them. I actually saw the video for uh, You Can't Stop Rock and Roll first. So when I saw the ones for Stay Hungry, I was a little surprised by the makeup at first, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, huh, okay, how about that? But yeah, love the record. This was a real gateway one for me. Um, I just like the first two a little bit better because they're raw, but really you can't go wrong with the first three albums. I mean, but look at the, the first video. Of the, you, um, oh, God. Uh, well, but Stay Hungry. Um, what? We're not, we're not going to take it. Yes, a very iconic video with the with the father in the beginning yeah. and yelling at us. Oh, yeah. I mean, Niedermeyer. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know. That's a classic. Oh, video. Yeah. I love that vibe of that classic age. Dude, thing. I love when they were interviewing him about them getting in touch with him for that. <laughs> because they thought he'd be like booked and in a bunch of movies. He's like, I'm living in this fucking adobe hut down in South America. And I was like, come to New York and do a music video. Fucking A, of course. <laughs> Mark Metcalf. Yeah. The only other film I remember him from, other than Animal House, was One Crazy Summer with John Cusack. And I remember him being on Seinfeld and on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But other than that, I don't know what else he's done. Fucking love Animal House. I don't know. But he's, he's fucking, he's Niedermeyer. That, that's yeah. all that's important. And he's the dad <laughs> in the Twisted Sister videos. And of course, for... College shirt. And of course, for I Want to Rock, they brought in Flounder. Yeah. Perf perfect justice. If only they could have gotten John Belushi. That would have been awesome. He was dead. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say. The words, <laughs> if only, yeah. Proceed that. You yeah. know, uh, with the next album, I read this because I got Dee Snyder's book, a really good book. Uh, Pass Me the Mic, it's called. Uh, they weren't going to use Bobcat Goldthwait. Who they were going to use was um, the guy 
uh, from the Warriors. The Warriors, come on, play. Oh, oh David Patrick Kelly. But he refused to do it because he didn't want to be typecasted. And Dee Snyder says in the book, guy doesn't want to be typecasted, but he he shows up in Commando with the same name as he had in in, in, in Warriors. You know? You're a funny guy, Sully. <laughs> I like you. I was going to kill you last. I always say that to people that fuck with me on Facebook. Oh, you're funny, man. I'm going to kill you last. Yeah. <laughs> I just was all that wrong time. <laughs> I just lied. They, and then just the, yeah, just what least expected. I actually saw him on Broadway once. He was very nice. He signed my playbook. Uh, what was the? It was a musical version oh, of the no. movie Once. We he took my mother-in-law for her birthday. Hmm. Right. He was one of the uh, main characters on Twin Peaks. That's what I know him most from. Yes, he was the brother yep. of... Um, yeah, yep, Jerry. Brother. I love Twin Peaks. I just hate that, that later one. It made no fucking sense. I love when David Lynch. It. I, I, I liked it. director, if I'm going to be honest. I, I liked the first... That, that 90s Twin Peaks was fucking phenomenal. I even like the pacing issues. I thought I thought it got really interesting after they killed Laura Palmer, but that's when people stopped watching. But it got really whacked after that, you know. Well, they should have never made Lynch say who killed her because that was the whole purpose of the show was trying to figure it out. And it killed, and it killed the series. Actually, I mean, after Mm -hmm. after they found out, it, it it killed it. And boy, I didn't know who it was. I was shocked when I found out. Come there were so many suspects through the just, whole fucking show. You just ruined it for me. I never got to watch, finish watching that show. I didn't say. I didn't say who killed. You've Wait, had you thirty said, years. Quit your bitching. <laughs> I started watching on Netflix and I just never finished it. All right, getting back to well, the question, sister. What? Here's a question to ask about the album. So the original album cover was supposed to be all five members, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then what happened was they the uh, the regular label just decided to put the cover of D with the bone on it. And I heard the other four members were very resentful of that. Uh, it's much I more powerful with D solo. I've seen the other pictures though; they definitely made the right decision. I understand. I understand why they might have been a little pissed off on being cut off the cover, but oh yeah, because it made D the yeah. the focal point of the band, which he is. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he wrote all the songs anyway, it's I mean, not really inaccurate. It's like no. putting old Ozzy on the front of the cover. It's like, yeah, but it's not called D. Snyder. You know, it's not called Snyder. It's called Twisted Sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at a... least D's writing his own songs. Exactly. That's that's. It. <laughs> he's writing all the music. It is D. Snyder. Right. You don't no. call Megadeth the Dave Mustaine experience. Although D. Snyder is not the original vocalist for Twisted Sister. No, that's kind of funny. It's kind of like Judas Priest or Rob No, Howard. J.J., yeah. J.J. is the only original member. But all the credit in the world to uh, Twisted Sister for being the one band to say we're breaking up, and they stuck to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? Uh, I would like to plug that every Twist Sister fan should have if you don't. Uh, the North Stage 82 show. It also brings uh, the New York Steel to uh, uh, 9-11. But this show, the 82 show, is right before they flew to England to record Under the Blade. And it's so brutal. This is like at their most rawest, doing all the, all the fucking uh, Under the Blade songs. 
very raw and they were like this is the last time you're going to see us you know we're going to england and, and we're going to record our first album and this was their farewell show uh with like 10 years of club gigging and it was professionally shot really well done i highly recommend this uh dvd package double live uh new north stage 82 new york steel 01 i highly recommend that and for those that don't know the early stuff is and i had d sign this too uh they have two cds called the early years which has all the the songs that they recorded on singles and 45s uh back in the club days is club days volume one and volume two are great and the last thing i want to promote is I thought this was a very underrated band. Was Widowmaker? Oh yes. yeah, which was especially the first Snyder album. Did, yeah, this. I mean, most people love the first one more, and I do love this one. But I really like Stand yes. By for. I thought this was I, much heavier, fucking awesome album right here. Thank you, Ralph. I I agree. <laughs> Finally, somebody fucking agrees with me. I love Stand By for Pain. The first one's good, but dude, Stand By for Pain is fucking, fucking heavy. Really, really I like the album too. And, you know, Alpatrelli's amazing. He's Snyder's. Oh, okay. Snyder's new. It's actually all right. His voice. Oh is yeah, I have it on vinyl. The the last one uh, for the love of metal. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I like side one. Side two is like whatever. <clears throat> I don't know. His voice has just aged really well. Is what really surprised me. Oh, what a, another thing. I, I think man. I mean, he, oh. uh, another thing. I just uh, I didn't think about before. Um, D. Snyder on Long Island. He had his own radio station, not station, but his own radio uh, radio show. The House and, of Hair, uh, I think it was called, right? No, wasn't it RCN? No, no, oh, the, the, oh, the, the, the name, name of the show, show. was the House yes. of Hair. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And um, a couple of friends of mine, you know, we were all listening to the show. And uh, a couple of friends of mine, we were huge Halloween fans. I, I still am, obviously. And D. Snyder never heard of Halloween before. And we kept, they kept bugging him to play Halloween, play something about Halloween. Never heard of him. They didn't even have a Halloween record or anything at the, uh, at the uh, station. So my friends, they drove all the way to the station wait for D, you know, to meet him outside or whatever, and they met him and gave him a Halloween record to play, and they talked to him or whatever, and then he ended up playing one of the Halloween songs on the radio. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of radio, or, um, radio, he basically started, he basically was the reason MTV kind of succeeded at first. I mean, he started up Headbangers. Uh, Headbangers Ball, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which... Wasn't what it was yeah. originally. Well, was when D hosted it, it was called the Heavy Metal Half Hour. Yeah, but uh, Heavy Metal Mania. Right, but that's what that's that became Headbangers Ball. Um, two things I'll say. Number one, um, watch Born in the Basement, the documentary done by Rat Skates. Yep. Formerly of Overkill, because uh-huh. they credit D and Twisted Sister for being the impetus for why Overkill in their early days were as um, active with the audience. They give all the credit to D. So I thought that was really cool. The costumes. And the costumes. This is true. More more the stage presence, you know, like D constantly (laughs) doing the fist pumping. That, and I also want to say... (laughs) 
<laughs> Go on YouTube and also check out Twisted Sisters cover of Neon Nights from the early 80s. Freaking amazing. Oh, I've never heard, heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I know they that did Hellbent Leather. Yeah. Uh, Something very, very rare, and I have this. I bought this uh, from a Oh, yeah, I remember that. Desperado. This yeah. is D. Snyder's band with uh, Clive Burr from Iron Maiden. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, it's not that great. There's some songs that ended up on Widowmaker. Bernie Torme, who replaced Randy Rhodes for 10 minutes, is on here, and uh, Mark Russell on bass. But uh, this is very hard to find. I, I think they may have released it, but this is the original off Destroyer Records I bought back in 1998, maybe. You know, this, this was actually on Epic Records. They, he signed a huge deal. Then they shelved it, and then they, some little label released it much later. Uh, very hard to find. I think it's out there now, but Widowmaker's much better. Uh, yeah, I That's think it's a bummer because Clive Burr's my favorite Maiden drummer. Ah, uh, me too, man. Yeah, Clive Burr, drummer's period. I think in 2000, yeah, actually, uh, D released this a self-titled album, not self-titled, a, a solo yes, album. Yes, I have that. He, yeah. Right, and I think he actually. Did redid a lot of the songs from that album on this one. Uh, that was 2000 grind, by Contractor. Uh, don't grind the bastards down or something. I have that as well. Mm-hmm. It, now, when Tosin Sister broke up, or even after after the next album, uh, what the hell is the next album called? Uh, Come, Come out and play. Come out and play. Lovers for Suckers. The, the original band wasn't even on that album. Were they? Did they go to other bands or anything, or they just like disappeared? Yeah, no, well. well Love is for Suckers was a solo album. And then right. the record yeah. made him change it to Red Beat, who played in Winger, was a guitar player on uh, on Love is for Suckers. Yep, and Kip Winger played bass. There you go, yeah. And uh, Joey Franco on drums. Stoked. Yep. So did the I other members just really like, like that or? album. I like that one better than Come Out and Play. <laughs> yes, no, that is a better album than Come Out and Play, but... Because I uh, actually like Hot Love and um, uh, Wake Up the Sleeping Giants and Awesome. Yeah, tra- oh. That's a great song. Dude, that's a the great title song. track, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah in, terms, cool songs in, in terms of the bandmates, I think oh, Eddie Ojedo actually went towards uh, teaching guitar and producing. I don't know what JJ French was doing before he started managing Seven Dust. I want to say AJ went back to Cities. I could be wrong. He and, did. And I think that um, Mark uh, may have done... No, Dictators were dead by then because Ross the Boss was in Manowar. So I don't know what he was doing up until then. I don't really think he did much of anything after they broke up the first time. That was one thing I always remember about watching interviews and documentaries with them is up until 2001, he seemed really fucking resentful about the whole Twisted Sister thing. Didn't want to fucking talk about it. No. Yeah, and, right. uh, the behind the music, he said he wanted to murder D. Snyder. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> the funny thing Maybe is when I, I for music then. The funny thing is when they did actually re, finally reunite, and, and most of them did get back in their makeup. Mark Mendoza is like the only one that really never got dressed up, and I always thought that was kind of odd. Yeah. 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 That is true. <clears throat> Although 
you know, I could see why he didn't because it's just kind of weird at just yeah. this point in time and, and his age, you know. But you know, but that's it for the Twisted Sister, the first three albums. If you don't have them, go buy them. And please, like we've mentioned many, many times, make sure you buy that uh, that secret version on vinyl of the uh, Under the Blade album or the Eagle Rock version, which has the extra bonus uh, DVD on there, which is really cool. And don't yeah. ever mention Crocus in front of D. Snyder. Crappus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Crappus. Yeah. Don't do that. He has uh, a point. <laughs> and if you don't know the story, please go look it up because it's late and we're done and we're tired. And that's all I got to say about that. Play sure, it's like no it. padding. My ass is killing me. Let's yes. go. Smack him a gob. That's right. Thank you very much, Ralph, for coming on the show. Really Thanks appreciate it. We will see you again on the King Diamond Show. Lou, right thank on. you very much for coming on. Check out Lou Music is Life. He's on thank our network. I'll be on his there show. Thank you, Lou. Nate. Thank you, Dr. Fuck. That's right. And uh, yes, you thank can find you. all Dr. Fuck's shows. Uh, VR Vault is on our network, but also check out uh, Almost Human on YouTube and all Ralph stuff. Uh, and Nate, he's got. Uh, Follow me at Major M Band on Twitter. Follow me at Dumb Punch Man. That's right. Follow him. I don't have any other things to plug. Nope. Thank God. Except for a life right there. That's right. And Greg, you got nothing, and I got nothing. Yeah, I don't like to be bothered, so fuck off unless you want to watch the show. (laughs) Everyone send Greg a friend request on Facebook. Nothing. Nothing. I got nothing for sale. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I don't see anybody sending me friend requests. <laughs> but please, uh, please send Greg a friend request. Yeah, please send a friend, uh, Greg a friend request. But um, actually, me and Greg did a show, and we didn't really get to promote it at all. But the, uh, Greg's first Frank Zappa show was a few weeks ago. So please yeah, go yep. check that and let them know which about it. Little lips. Yes, that is the name of the show. Better better one coming up because that was kind of off the fly. Yeah, it was impromptu. If you like it or if you're in a Zappa, let me know. Yeah, leave some comments on that show. So we will see you guys next week. RatsoundReview.com. Go buy some shirts. We have them all on sale. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Cheers.